It's time for the Titans to root out the traitor. Find out all about it as we take a look at Titans Volume 3, A Judas Among Us. Welcome to the Classy Comics Podcast, where we search for the best comics in the universe. From Boise, Idaho, here is your host, Adam Graham. The Titans have been around for 50 years in either the form of the Teen Titans, the original team from the 1960s, with uh, sidekicks for uh, Batman, The Flash, and Aquaman. To the present day, there have been a lot of iterations of this. One of the more popular ones are the Titans, which are the uh, original Teen Titans, people who knew each other since they were kids, now fighting together as adults, young adults. The Titans disappeared in the New 52. In Titans Rebirth, it was revealed that their memories had been stolen, and Wally's return helped them to remember who they were and come together as a team, with uh, old Wally West uh, a big part of the action and what had happened. Uh, they went through a lot of difficult times, uh, including Lazarus' contract, which I covered very early in the series, in which they were given uh, cause to doubt Dick Grayson over his agreeing to with Deathstroke to something called a Lazarus contract. However, what exactly that entailed, I'm still not clear on. And more importantly, the heart of the team, Wally West, uh, had his own heart injured as a teen uh, when uh, the teams traveled back in time to stop Deathstroke. Uh, this was uh, Damian Wayne's decision at work. So you've got the first two volumes of Titan Stories, and you also have uh, the crossover event, uh, the Lazarus Contract in the rearview mirror. I really do like the first issue of this book. It's a good starting place. Uh, even though it's the first issue of Volume 3, Issue 12, if you were reading the issues individually as they came out. Uh, it begins with uh, Omen visiting Simon in prison to try and get information about Hive. They are a group that was uh, masquerading as uh, someone who was just helping out uh, metahumans by getting rid of their powers and quirks so they didn't stop them from living a normal life. And they'd gotten actually some uh, heroes to do it, including uh, Mal Duncan, the former guardian, who tried to get his wife to do it as well. Uh, she had the uh, identity of Bumblebee. However, uh, in the process, she didn't get her powers taken. She got her entire memory, so she doesn't remember Mal and uh, does not remember her baby, uh, which is a major problem they have to resolve. Uh, you know, on top of Wally's heart uh, and uh, uh, 
Donna Troy has learned that her own background is a lie. She's picked that up from Wonder Woman. And this reflects the fact that uh, Donna Troy's identity has been something that writers have been messing around with for decades when she was first introduced on the Teen Titans as uh, Wonder Girl, which was based off of Bob Haney's misunderstanding that there actually was a Wonder Girl uh, from seeing covers of Wonder Woman comics uh, when this was actually just Wonder Woman as a girl and not a separate character that he could use. But uh, that's uh, it's become more serious, and it becomes more serious still. Uh, the book uh, still has a lot of fun, and uh, I think the art is great. Uh, some of the resolutions, the question about uh, Old Wally West and his heart, uh, really is uh, addressed, and it does intersect some plot points. I think the biggest thing is the trust on the team. Because Simon, in that first issue, states that there is a traitor on the Titans. And that plot plays out and adds to the sense of suspicion on the team. With uh, Old Wally, it does put him in this very interesting mental state. He is at risk of dying when he uses his powers. But he still wants to help people and still wants to be part of the team. And uh, he actually has a moment with Donna Troy when he kisses her. And that creates some problems with Roy Harper, a.k.a. Arsenal, who is none too happy about that because he and uh, Donna have uh, for a long time had a relationship off and on. And he feels like Wally is moving in only because Linda, the woman he married in the old timeline, has no memory of him. And I think that's partially true. I think Wally does find himself in a very uh, emotionally precarious uh, situation with his powers, with his own question of self-definition. He does get to the point of actually writing a resignation letter from the Titans to Dick and letting him know that this will be his last case. But it almost becomes that way uh, without him uh, resigning. I won't spoil the whole thing, but it does see uh, young Wally West coming in to kind of fill the gap. And there's uh, some good moments between old Wally and young Wally where old Wally uh, apologizes for not being more of a mentor figure and promises to do that, which I think is a good turn. I think I'm liking the young Wally more and more, and I hope he's able to really uh, find the right help and support to become a really uh, good hero uh, as I'm reading about him more and more in the book. And I think it's an intriguing uh, idea of uh, furthering that relationship between the two of them. Uh, the question of uh, who is uh, Donna Troy is one that I think is handled pretty well. It's mostly uh, left off to the side for several issues, but it comes right to the fore in the final couple issues when we meet a future version of Donna Troy and uh, uh, who calls herself Troya, who claims to know Donna's true origin and is coming back to 
undo some of what she views as a wasted life spent on caring and friendship for people who uh, just will not last as long as her. It's an interesting story. It begs a lot of questions uh, about uh, is Donna going to someday succumb to that? Uh, What choices is she going to make in the future? She makes uh, a choice to reject that at this point. And, uh, but it does set up some stories later on down the road. And it gives Donna a sense of what she needs to avoid. I think there's also a progress and really a resolution on the Bumblebee's memory, uh, plot. And, uh, I think a lot of that comes with the truth about, uh, Hive. Um, and I like how so much comes together. I, I like the uh, solution to the question of who the traitor is and how that plays out. I was nervous about how they were going to handle it, if it was going to be just some stupid thing that just ends up destroying the team over some dumb plot device. But I actually think they handled it uh, pretty well and uh, managed to give us enough suspense and also give us a solution that's satisfied. I think the book is a lot of fun, and what I really like about it is you do have so many characters in this book. Uh, it's a big team, uh, but uh, writer Dan Abnett is really able to make use of everyone. If you remember all the way back to my uh, review of the uh, La- of the Lazarus contract, it was the fact that. Uh, or one of the complaints was that you had all these characters and you really just had two or three being used. Uh, I think Dan Abnett did a really good job getting everybody in the action, giving uh, a lot of these characters really strong emotional takes and at least something to do uh, throughout the series. And so I, I applaud him on that point. And it's something I think that was uh better than in the first couple books, which did sit, tend to center on just one or two characters. So this was a fun book, uh, good read, good art. I will go ahead and rate this uh, Titans Volume 3, A Judas Among Us, as classy. It's a classy collection and uh, a strong series, even though DC canceled uh, it for their own reasons. I think that uh, this is just a great volume and it's well worth a read. If you have a comment, email to me, classycomicsguy at gmail.com. If you're liking the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you'd give us a rating on iTunes. And follow me on Twitter at classycomicsguy. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.